0: I'm Bud Kennedy. Welcome back to the 99th episode of the Eats Beat Podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex.
1: I'm Robert Philpot And
0: Steve Wilson. You know, so we're going to talk about pizza because I, I know it's not like pizza's not top of mind. We've been talking about ice cream a lot, but there's all these like rankings now of best pizza this and best pizza that. And there's new pizza and Neapolitan pizza and... Fast serve pizza and chain pizza, and Robert, some some food, some pizza rankings came out that were interesting this
1: week. Well, Food Network came out with a list of the best pizza in the 52 uh, largest cities in the United States, and we'll get to the question of what the 52 largest cities in the United States are in a minute. Um, in Dallas, they picked, unsurprisingly, Connie Rosso, um, Jay Jerrier's place, known for its Neapolitan pizza um, and for Jay's uh, social media attitude. And um, they, uh, it's, it's really one of the buzziest pizza places in the past few years in, um, in Dallas-Fort Worth. There is a location in Fort Worth, but Food Network did not pick Tony Rosso in Fort Worth. They picked um, Pizza Snob, which is a small place near TCU. Um, I'm guessing they're, uh, because of where it's located, a lot of people don't even really know about it. Um, they do the sort of assembly line, pie-five, Blaze pizza sort of uh, way of doing things, but they have, they're have they very proud of the quality of their ingredients, which is uh, a lot of these assembly line places, I get vegetarian pizzas because the meats are substandard. They're not substandard at Pizza Stomp.
0: Well, I think what's interesting about Conoroso is that uh, the, the people in Fort Worth seem to know them mainly because they have a Heim barbecue pizza. On, on the days that Heim is closed, you can go get the Heim brisket pizza at Conoroso. So. Oh,
1: can we say the name of the Heim brisket pizza? The heimie
0: The heimie The heimie uh, No, yes. I could,
1: there'll be a beep at that. But, no. so.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, um, if you can't print it, you can't say it. But, the, but now Pizza Snob, you know, I've got to say the time... The first time I went to Pizza Snob, I was really leery. I thought this is just like Pie Five. It's like a, a Chipotle of pizza where you go down the row and then they slam it in this oven it goes around once it comes out the pizza that came out was so uh it was so light and so airy and so good I mean I almost inhaled it before I got back to the table it's very different from other pizzas their crust is, is almost like a uh a Slotsky bundo or something it's just a very very uh, light airy dough that, that uh, and then they do have, like you say, they have they have candied jalapenos and, and uh, roasted red peppers, and they have a lot of really high quality toppings that you usually don't see in a quick serve pizza. So it sounds like a high end
2: blaze, I guess.
0: It's a it's a it's a very innovative restaurant, and the uh, the circular oven cooks it bakes it quickly. Um, uh, every time I've gone to Pizza Snob, there has not been any left over, I guarantee.
1: They they seem to be wanting to be near universities because they only have one other location, and it is uh, fairly near UNT in Denton. Uh, I, I live in North Fort Worth. I'd love to see a pizza snob up there, but then I'd, there's a lot of pizza places I'd love to see up there. I think it's sort of where I live is sort of a dead zone for pizza.
0: As I recall, it was founded by some executives who broke away from Pie Five, who thought Pie Five was not going to do it the right way, and they took their, their uh, gourmet concept, more of an, an artisan quick-baked pizza. But, you know, quick-baked pizza is, is – uh, and you mentioned Blaze, too. Why are we just now – all these pizzas are really popular. All of a sudden, what's caused quick baked pizza to suddenly become a big deal?
1: That's, uh, and we're we're going to be getting more. Oh, well, we got Urban Bricks in Arlington recently opened at Champions Park. Um, I think you could qualify Medici, um, even though it's a Neapolitan pizza. I think you could qualify it as a as a quick bake baked pizza. You pick your crust. You pick the ingredients.
0: It's not like an assembly line, though.
1: Right, right. It, well, it it is and it isn't. Uh, the, the times I've gone in there, it's been like the assembly line backward. You wind up walking in at the end of the assembly line, then going to the register to order everything.
0: Now, what are the other pizzas in Fort Worth that, you know, we have the chains, we have Mama's. We just had the anniversary of Mama's, which has kind of its own little niche.
1: I think a lot of pizza, uh, Fort Worth people, uh, have, uh, especially people who have been here for a long time, have a big fondness for Mama's. It just celebrated its 50th anniversary. Um, um, Nietzsche pizza, um, I believe that's on university.
0: The, the one on university, there are several Nizza pizzas and they vary in quality.
1: Yeah. this a, uh, Hisense is on university for I recall, right?
0: And, um, and the pizza, I, this one's escaping me. That's next, next to Szechuan on, on lock. It's a it's it's a very popular home delivered pizza and now i'm not going to remember it. Just a mushroom one over.
1: Miller mushroom. Mellow, Mellow mushroom, mushroom on blue Bonnet circle. We right. also have a location in Southlake and That's in kind of
0: I, I think that's kind of gone down. I think that that not, not quality hadn't gone down. It's just not as it's not the the big popular pizza that it and, used to be. And, and of course my, Campisi's.
1: Yeah, and and my particular favorite is Fireside Pies, but then you get into the whole, you know, debate over pizza. Uh, we we've, we've actually talked about doing a pizza bracket as we do the the burger brackets, but it's like some people, I, I happen to really like the, the Neapolitan pizza at um, Connie Rosso. A lot of people think it's too thin, too watery in the middle. There's even a, a little thing on the menu explaining it's going to be a little more soggy in the middle. middle. It's floppy pizza. Yeah, floppy mm-hmm. pizza. Um, Fireside Pies I, I like is, is a thin crust, a little sturdier, A place I like that's not really in Fort Worth, Um, it's a little off the radar, but it's worth the trip, especially if you live in North Fort Worth, is uh, Earl's 377 Pizza on 377 in Argyle. Um, uh,
2: 13 Pies is what uh, yeah, Susan really likes to go yeah, through, they, well, the named,
1: to. The Fireside yeah, well, oh, they changed their name back to Fireside Pies. I,
0: I yeah. would say that Pizza Snob is better, but we go to Fireside Pies more. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are those are kind of the go-tos. And Campisi's, of course, is, has locations in both cities. And this is a good point to mention that there is a new E Fratelli pizza opening on 8th Avenue next to uh, Super Chicks. E Fratelli is the... Cousin to Campisi's and also has the square Sicilian.
1: And we got news uh, yesterday that we have not posted yet about uh, yet another um, uh, fast casual pizza chain. Uh, Very popular. Uh, it's called Mod uh, Pizza. Um, based in Seattle, if I recall correctly.
2: Right. Founded in Seattle.
1: Um Restaurant news.
2: Uh, it was the uh, 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 Nation's Restaurant News fastest annual fastest growing fastest yeah. growing chain in the yeah. country. And um, they, they do a two hundred uh, of the biggest uh, chains, and then they, out of that, they take the ten. They take a ten. Biggest growing ones, and of yeah. course, it's something that's a fast-growing
0: chain. When it comes to Tarrant County, where is it going to grow?
1: It's going. They they seem to really want to be on the fringes. Um, no offense to the fr- to the places I'm calling fringe. I you know I think these are all valid valuable communities, but they want to start in uh, Saginaw, in Tarrant County. This should be open in Saginaw by the end of the year. If you've been to Saginaw, you know it's a busy little town.
0: And then the Mansfield two, two and Burleson. of the hungriest towns yeah. in our market, Mansfield and Burleson. I, I
1: still have this feeling that Mansfield is trying to be the new Roanoke. And
0: as as everyone says, if people in Burleson won't eat it, then, you, 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 then you're, you're really... Uh, you're really pushing it burleson has i think one restaurant per capita now for every person there and they're all doing pretty well and on that list
1: of fastest growing chains uh is also blaze pizza which is number two mm -hmm. and they have locations in arlington and in uh southwest fort worth
0: and you talked about arlington and that's one of the oddities of this list is that there's an entire top 50 city missing
1: yeah it's the it's a 50 i food network at least were didn't put it where i could find it didn't really explain where they got their list of the top 52 cities in the United States, but I looked up two other lists. One was a U.S. mayor's list, and one was a st- recent story that Arlington reported. Population list. Hannah did, pop- population list. And Arlington is either, depending on which list you look at, it's either number 50 or number 48, but Food Network didn't count it. So it was, let's
0: count it. What's the best pizza in Arlington?
1: I was actually looking at a list of pizzas in Arlington. One, and... The thing that came up, and this, I, I lived in Arlington in the late 90s for a couple of years, and the first place that came up that really struck a chord with me, and it's still there, is Moni's. It's an Italian restaurant, uh, good drunk all the around. West End of. Uh, Randall Mill Road. It was it's a great if you live in the neighborhood, you probably know about it. It's a great neighborhood place. The pizza in, was good, the stromboli was good, the calzone was good, the pasta yeah. was good.
0: Inexpensive pizza and pasta.
2: I went to UTA and when I went to UTA, we all ate at Mamas, but that was a long time ago. But. The Mamas on field are still there. And mm-hmm. I think the, the 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 real popular
0: place near UTA now is a little bit like Mama's. It's old school pizza. Uh, you know, on Abram, that seems to be the social media favorite, and it's mm-hmm. over there by UTA. But now I'm, I'm gonna put in my two cents if it's okay. I'm gonna say that I think Corky's in Southwest Arlington is the best. I saw the Arlington Foodies had a revisit to Corky's not long ago and saluted it. Corky's is, is a, uh, it's a Connecticut pizza. He's from New Haven, Connecticut. It's a little bit charred on the bottom. Uh, it's it's uh, mostly like if you're familiar with Grimaldi's. If you like Grimaldi's, Corky's is like a, a you know, sort of like a home-owned version. Um, everything about Corky's is different from most other pizzas, and uh, the people who go there, especially the, the Connecticut uh, you know, uh, transplants who are looking for someplace like they found in New Haven or in Hartford, people love Corky's. And uh, you know it's a little family-run place, it's got its quirks But I think Corky's is great. It's a little road between, it's in that little wedge between 20 and 287.
1: And Moe's does pizza too, but every time I go there, I have to have the pastrami or the burger.
0: There's something else that's new that's open in Arlington and coming to Fort Worth. And I really don't know a darn thing about it, Robert. What is a zero degrees?
1: Uh, zero degrees does a lot of uh, Asian fusion stuff. It looks like it's mostly snacks with stuff like uh, manganadas, which you can find in a lot of um, little Mexican places, uh, hole in the walls, basically, on uh, especially in Belknap. Um, here it's Asian Hispanic chain. Uh, among the things they offer are ube milkshakes. I think Steve might be the best to explain what ube is.
2: Maybe not, <laughs> yeah,
1: so uh, obviously, it's a little on the esoteric side. <laughs> I look at it. it says
0: bubble tea, coffee mm-hmm. and tea, chicken wings. that's the way mm-hmm. it's described, mm-hmm. but the picture is so so much more and you know just incredible colorful uh, you know fruit drinks and smoothies and and and, and bubble teas and just a, a, you know kind of a really you know incredible combination
1: here's a here's a paragraph from a uh, story that I um. Uh, wrote a couple of months ago when I, when I found out about this place opening. Uh, the chain considers mangonada to be its sing- signature drink, but then there are a dozen signature drinks, including a horchata, frapp- uh, horchata frappuccino-type drink. is just right up my alley. I love horchatas. They're like cinnamon toast in a glass. Mm-hmm. Freeze it, it's even better. And an ube milkshake topped with marshmallow and sour candy. There are also watermelon slushes, strawberry limeade, and something called the cookie monster, an Oreo shake topped with whipped cream and and chocolate sauce. There's also a large um, coffee and tea section of the menu, and they have something called a split cup. One cup divided into two sections looking a little like a yin and yang symbol where you can have one drink from a limited selection in one half and one drink in the other. Um, They also have Sundays and floats, so it's kind of a uh, snacks and ice cream uh, yeah. type place they
0: have the Ubi milkshake they have
2: pink lychee and they have hot Cheetos elote I mean they have yeah. a lot of, yeah, kind, they of have kind of cool pork kind of, rinds yeah basically they have yeah. pork rinds is there a pork rind shake in
1: here no there's <laughs> not a, I'm sure you would love that yeah, yeah. That, that,
2: that, that's right up my alley
1: um, and right. a, a coffee float, which is up my alley, soft serve over black coffee, topped with Oreo cookie crumbs and a toasted marshmallow.
0: All right, a- Asian Latino fusion, and it's open in Champions Park.
1: It's open in Champions Park, and it's coming very soon to um, near um, uh, Fudd District and Chewy's in Fort Worth.
0: In Fort Worth, it's in it's in the shopping center across from 85 Degrees Bakery. R- You'll have Zero Degrees um, Fusion, so that that'll be it'll be in the in the chewy shopping and when,
1: store. I, when I think about it I think as I recall I stumbled on a Facebook post about it and uh, I tried contacting the company and I never heard anything back. so now that's uh,
0: because they've got lines waiting they're yeah. too busy they're, you know people posted that the Arlington store had 30 people in line and so it's, uh, it's a big deal we're going to have to go find out more about it. Research. Uh, revisiting Arlington you know I kind of went on a biscuit search this week I've been fascinated with the biscuits at Urban Alchemy and they come from from Sugar Bee Bakery next door and these thick bacon fat biscuits and they serve them with homemade jams and they're really good but a really popular little restaurant in Arlington the Fork in the Road I almost called it Hole in the Wall uh, it's a hole in the wall restaurant named Fork in the Road you know Fork in the Road has changed their hours because you know, the owner was tired of working nights and he couldn't get any help. It's tough to, to get help at night. There's so many restaurants opening in Arlington with Texas Live that the, the staffing is kind of thin. And so he switched to breakfast and lunch. And so, you know, he'd been doing all these great sandwiches and all this like crackeroni, mac and cheese and things like that. And he shifted to, to breakfast now. What he has, he has some great egg dishes, bacon and egg sandwiches, very good bacon and sausage, excellent omelets, uh, breakfast burritos and tacos. And really good biscuits. And you know, where is your favorite biscuit? Just think about biscuits. Uh, I think, fixed, I think yeah,
1: I was surprised because uh-huh. uh, Steve often uh, will go to Riata uh, mm-hmm. downtown, right. just a few blocks away from our office. And, and come back with a treasure trove of bis- biscuits. Oh, yeah. They, it's yeah. like they give him yeah. a biscuit for a table the of pecan, four. Yeah, 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 basically. The
2: pecan sardo biscuits. There's some people here that like biscuits, and I go there. There are once, some people who like biscuits. And I go there once or twice a week, and when I have my lunch, I I, I I tell them if they could repack my bread up. And it's usually I have a late lunch, and it's getting close, and they go, oh, we're going to just throw these out anyway. And they'll just give me a whole box of biscuits.
0: You know, the pecan sardo biscuits at Riata are something special, but the— uh, you know, I, I mean gosh you know there are so many different kinds of biscuits and before Riata you mentioned a uh, fixed and and mm-hmm. you know kind of at rapture about fixed
2: for it. well it Well, uh, basically it's kind of like they're opening as soon as you go in there sit down they'll ask you do you want some biscuits and yeah. it's like nine dollars and I don't know, is it like three biscuits? It's not very three many. Three biscuits, <laughs> duck, duck fat biscuits. And they're really good. Yeah, they're, they're fluffy, good. light, and then, uh, apparently it's kind of like uh, pre-ordering a souffle at the end of your meal, you know, when you've come in, the first thing they need to know is if you're going to have biscuits or not so they can get that started. Okay, yeah. well, the, the, these are not as fancy
0: as the fixed biscuits, but they're also not $9 for an order. So Fork in the Road has these very light, fluffy biscuits, and the, the, you know, the chef said that he went through – all the biscuit recipes he could find and taste-tested them all to see the lightest, fluffiest one. Someone said it's a little bit like the legendary red lobster biscuits. You know, I think it's even a little lighter than that. It reminds me of some of the very best biscuits I've ever had, and he's got, you know, some house-made sausage gravy to go with it. Biscuits
1: are they are kind of having a moment. Yeah, I Um, think so. Piatillo Italian Kitchen has their their very nice um, um, cheese biscuits at brunch.
0: And you can tell the difference is the places – that are making a biscuit that's like sturdy enough to hold a sandwich, like at uh, Little Red Wasp or Conoroso, where they stack a like a, a chicken and bacon, and a, a, if it's a big biscuit that's that's going to hold up a sandwich, then it has to be a denser biscuit.
1: And we're we're looking uh, uh, at. Three um, biscuit biscuit-centric or at least semi-biscuit rest, uh, biscuit restaurants that are probably going to open by the end of the summer. Snooze. Uh, or Okay. Uh, Ben's Triple B from Ben Merritt, who's the executive chef at Fixture. He's opening a uh, Burgers, Brews, and Biscuits um, um, shop uh, across from Texas Wesleyan University on Rosedale Avenue. Uh, The long-delayed Stacks Biscuit House in Roanoke. I thought this was going to open last year. They're now saying August. And, and Granny Spears. and um, Yeah, okay, that's another one. Grady uh, Spears, the,
0: uh, Chicken Biscuits, uh, that'll be inside the new Crockett Row Food Court. And then
1: uh, Dwell Coffee and Biscuits, which is already open in Burleson, and they're uh, moving into a building on the southeast corner of uh, University and yeah. Barrie. Yeah,
0: they're moving into a bank lobby over at the University and Barrie, mm-hmm. and they're still in Burleson. And they have, like Andrew, they have strawberry biscuits, blueberry biscuits. They do biscuits with kind of what you'd usually see scone, you know uh, blends, but they they do them at biscuit recipes. Well, look, we want to we want to remind everybody to be listening. Follow us on Twitter. Steve's at TX Weekend Chef. You know Robert's at R Philpot. I'm at Eight Follow us at dfw.com, all spelled out dfw.com. That's where you get the latest food news because we post things the minute we find out on Twitter. Then we kind of round it all up and post it in in, in posts at dfw.com and uh, and in the StarTelegram.com. Be with us again. We're going to take a much-deserved vacation break because we haven't had enough time off lately. (laughs) So we're going to take a much-deserved vacation break for a couple of weeks, and then we're going to come back in July. We'll have the 100th episode of Eat Speed. What should we do for our
2: vacation, guys?
1: My vote any time in uh, in Fort Worth, in Texas, any place uh, where it's hot is to go someplace where it's not hot.
2: Well, I'm uh, heading up to Omaha. I'm going to have me some of that corn-fed beef. I'm going to San Diego, and I'll report back on tacos.
1: I <laughs> will not be going anywhere during these two weeks, but some at some point during the summer, I'll probably be in Santa Fe or Colorado.
0: I hope so, mm-hmm. because it, and that's the closest place you can get cool. Well, until then, I will, uh, we'll be back with Eats Beat episode 100. Thank you all for being with us You know, so many times over so many years and so much change, and thank you for still being uh, part of the uh, Eats Beat and DFW.com family here. Until then, I'm Bud Kennedy.
2: I'm Robert Philpot and Steve Wilson.